Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. My name is Pete Wright. I'm sitting around the table here with Scott Lissett. Hello, Scott. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. And John Patton. Hello. Hi, Pete. Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. We are, we are going to be continuing our discussion on, uh, that we started last week on this, this uh, idea of what is a project management methodology. And we, we covered a little bit of what is a methodology versus a standard and definitions. And, and uh, now, if I'm, if I'm right here, we're going to be moving on to things to consider uh, as an organization if you are going to implement a methodology. Is that about where we yeah, stand? Yeah, Pete, it's a serious step. And so in, in laying the groundwork, let's, let's, let's put some more things in place here. First of all, uh, there's, there isn't any perfect way to implement a methodology. This can be done a number of different ways. We're talking about organizational change here, a term today, transition management, change management, when anything new comes in. And so we're going to modify, we're going to enhance the way that organizations do projects and, and, and uh, enable them to do that in a consistent, repeatable manner. So there, there are multiple ways to do the implementation. Also, uh, every organization has uh, some things that are unique about them. And those, we're going to have to adapt to those unique aspects of the company because those are the things that have made them great. But let's also recognize that there are many common factors across organizations. And that enables us to develop best practices in project management. So we want to select those best practices, determine what's best for the company in the beginning, like right now, and then um, put the others on the shelf. And as the company grows and is successful, matures in project management, we'll bring in more best practices. Above all, implementing a methodology is a journey, not an event. You don't take one shot at this and say, well, we're done. This is something which you must um, continue to evaluate and evolve over time. So there's some, some steps here called standardization measurement. So once you standardize, then you have to uh, design some me metrics that tell you what's working, what's not working. Control, okay, control in a positive sense control limits. So what projects are going well and are within this acceptable range of performance that we've defined and which ones are not? And then uh, on the basis of what we find, we're going to have to apply some continuous improvement. So those four things I talked about were standardization, measurement, control, and continuous improvement. And when uh, some people um, hear uh, these kinds of things, they, um, and when we start dealing with change, you talked about change management and we talked about transition, uh, change causes fear. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, people can become fearful of being overly constrained mm -hmm. by uh, a methodology. Um, maybe uh, they've been doing things ad, ad hoc uh, thus far and it's been working just fine. Maybe individuals in the organization um, have individual um, experiences doing project management uh, their own way. Um, well, that's what, I mean, in all fairness, that's what it sounds like. You, you walk in and you tell somebody who's been working ad hoc all along, you know what, we're going to provide standards, we're going to measure performance on projects, we're going to provide controls and then opportunities for continuous improvement. That's why it starts to sound intimidating and, and sort of political, doesn't it? Early on, you could get this response, well, you've, 
you've left no room for creativity. Exactly. You know, so creative right. people could could feel threatened. Now, um, fortunately, uh, Scott and, uh, and Pete, not everybody is the same. There is an element of the organization consisting of people who love change. They desire change. They uh, work with their hats on because, you know, I've got to finish up here and then I'm needed over here. And they are the agents of change in any organization. There are other people that are pretty verbal in their ability to sell uh, change. So you know, look for those um, people who um, are very positive, uh, who know that it's necessary to change to survive. And then uh, you, 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 there, there are other things to consider, you know, in, in this organization. You, you've got to have a change management plan. You've got to understand how we're going to migrate the organization or you'll run into pockets of uh, resistance at every level of the organization where they're giving lip service but really trying to continue to do things the way they've always done them. So more considerations are you have to have a minimum set of um, uh, uh, well, fundamental uh, behaviors or fundamental tools or techniques to implement a methodology uh, successfully. So you don't do the whole thing first time out. We're going to be talking about what are those um, initial things that you put in place as you go in. You've got to consider the maturity of the organization. Uh, it's popular to rate organizations level one through five. Well, you, you can't come into a, an organization that's level one and say, well, tomorrow we're going to be level three, whatever that is. And we've seen attempts to change organizations done that way uh, in, in other disciplines. So it is necessary for the organization to move through, um, you know, levels of maturity. Some sort of collective restraint. Yeah. Now, you, there, there are techniques for accelerating that, but the, it, you move forward in steps. Um, you hear a lot uh, of talk nowadays about the project management office, for example. Well, an organization that is, has a maturity of what we'd say level three can be ready for a, for a formal project management office. But a level one organization absolutely is not. They will reject additional organizational structures. And so, you know, the, the approach we take with them is a virtual office. So, they're, they're, in fact, when it comes to project management offices, PMOs, um, this can go from virtual on a gradient scale all the way to formal organization that has all of the project managers in it. And we have to select what's right for the organization uh, at the time. Sort of letting the level of effort determine yes. the demands of the infrastructure. Yes. Okay. Um, and um, we have to look at how much time we're going to spend. How long is it going to take to get the, the methodology in place? I said it was a, a journey. Uh, not an event, so there needs to be a reasonable amount of time. Uh, it's not a big bang uh, sort of approach. We want it to be measured, we want it to be rapid, but we don't want to choke the organization. We have to be able to recognize and overcome barriers. There are going to be some. And we also need to run this as a project or a series of projects. We need an implementation plan for a methodology. Scott, you've been writing furiously over there. What, uh, what are you thinking? I uh, have. Um, <laughs> and, uh, well, another factor is that uh, you want to include 
uh, all the key parts of the organization in creating the implementation strategy. Um, some parts of the organization uh, may be uh, really excited about it and others may not. And it's important to include all parts uh, or representatives from each part of the organization as you develop this strategy for implementing the methodology in the company. Uh, that way uh, you get supporters in, in, in all parts of the company. Another great discussion, Jim. Uh, thank you for joining us around the table. We will uh, we'll pick it up again, I think. Uh, we've, we've got more to talk about. Uh, so join us again next week on behalf of... Pete, we're just getting started. Just getting started. On behalf of John Patton and Scott Lissett, I'm Pete Wright. Uh, join us again next week on Ask Cadence.